And let me tell you, Glenn, about home title lock. Uh, you know, there are people who so are sincere. trying to steal your home. They, uh, they're, they're bad people. Bad people like Glenn that are out there. <laughs> out here trying to <laughs> oh, take over the winches in your home and your home itself. <laughs> Glenn's apparently a pirate today. Yes. Uh, but if you want to protect your home from the Glens of the world, you need home title lock. Home title lock can protect your title against cyber thieves. Uh, luckily, Glenn just doesn't know how to use technology well enough to actually right. hack your, exactly right. your title. But a lot of people do, unfortunately. They get control of it, and then they can borrow against your equity, uh, taking out loans uh, against your stuff, your money. They're taking your money. You're going to get stuck with the payments. Block it before it starts. Please. HomeTitleLock.com is the place to go. Yes. Register your address and see if you're already a victim and just don't know it yet. And you'll get a $100 uh, history of your home free. That's HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. Don't miss it. Radio show starts here in just a second. I'm so excited. America and welcome. It's Friday and we have a great broadcast lined up for you today. Uh, we're going to start with Afghanistan. Huh. Now, what should we learn from Afghanistan? We begin there in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Do you remember the old story about the boy who picked up some stones in a little brook? Popped one of them in a slingshot and then used it to kill that giant. I don't know where I read that, but it was a good story. Mm, too bad that's all lost. L- life can be a little like that giant sometimes. It'll bring us all the aches and pains and conquer us if we let it. It'll just beat us and beat us relentlessly. Well, let me give you a little stone. Pain is the giant that relief factor is the stone for. It relief factor can give you the um, I, I don't even know what it is. It's the, the chemical breakdown that will actually fight your inflammation several different ways. It takes a lot to manage pain. Why not uh, get rid of your pain? Let's not manage your pain uh, that make you feel woozy and out of sorts. Let's put a relief factor in your slingshot and see if we can't defeat that giant it has been defeated in my life relief factor call them right now order a three-week quick start trial you'll know in three weeks if it works or not what do you have to lose you have everything to gain relieffactor.com relieffactor.com 800-583-84 relieffactor.com it's friday me mates Hello and uh, welcome to the program. We welcome uh, Jason Buttrell, uh, who is our chief researcher and uh, and our executive producer, Mr. Steve Brigier, otherwise known as Stu, for some strange arr, unknown reason. I feel a little like a pirate um, today, uh, and I might take my patch off, and it's not an eye patch, although <laughs> they did 
they were sticking needles in my eye yesterday and it was ah, not they had to take on. something out of my eye and uh it, it was bleeding yesterday and he was like okay now we just have to cauterize it and i'm like no i don't no i don't know no hot poker to the eye when did you not learn that that was a bad thing i told your doctor i would come and help out and <laughs> yeah, I, I would have totally I done that for you <laughs> uh and i told him and i'm really angry with him i'm really angry with him uh because i told him i said no 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 it's bleeding and he said yeah and i said good let's i, I want it to bleed because i'm gonna go suggest to my family tonight that we're gonna play casino royale and i'm gonna be the bad guy <laughs> and then tomorrow i can be on the air and i say look literally i'm bleeding from my eyes it's so crazy and he didn't have a sense of humor no so, but i got a big scar on the side of my face so i can run for you know a position in chicago or i think new york in the government <laughs> You know, kind of like Scarface uh, or a pirate. What I'd like to do is at some point on today's show, I have an intern running to see if he can find a parrot <laughs> and an eye patch. Mm. And I would like to get uh, people to tweet out what you think a pirate might say today or the bird might say today about today's situation. Ah! so you just tweet those out and then like some point what? in the show what are you talking about like hmm? what, what do you mean they would say about today's situation you know just about today's situation in the world you know um, they, what, what would the ah! <laughs> make Biden your bitch ah, shut me <laughs> okay I'm just saying I, I don't know I don't know that wasn't me by the way that was the bird um, but uh, you know you can just anything about today's news anything yeah, about today's that, news that you think would be funny for a a parrot to say. A parrot, parrot to <laughs> say or a pirate. I mean, what else would you do with social media? They spent trillions of dollars developing I the I think most that's what it was built for. Yes, I mean, this. look at We are on at least three different satellites in space. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. These things were launched. We are on three different. It takes a hop from Dallas to New York, from New York to Denver, to Denver to Los Angeles, to your home. Who doesn't want to hear Rah! on the pirate thing just because I have scar on my face today? That's probably the, the way, what, it was, what they designed it for. I think so. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm in the Hall of Fame. You're not. So no, I know. I, Let's talk point. a little bit about uh, Afghanistan. <laughs> Should we talk about Afghanistan? <laughs> oh. ah, talk about Afghanistan. Uh, it seems to be a mess today. Uh, and I would like to make sure that <laughs> Joe Biden gets all of the credit for this. Now, I disagree with our mission, and I'll tell you what I think we should learn from it uh, here in a minute. But remember, he said the Afghan army was fully trained and ready to just take over and keep the Taliban at bay. How much of uh, Jason, how much how much of uh, Afghanistan is now gone? Oh, it's 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 over 75 percent right now. It's oh, pretty much the whole country. So they're doing a really good job. That bang Afghan, up job. Bang up job. Yeah. That yeah. Afghan army is really pushing back. Yeah. I think it was somewhere around 80 billion dollars we spent training that army. You forget about the money. How, how, and that was just in training. Yeah. Forget about the money. How many lives were lost? How many lives were lost? This is an abomination. And can we please learn our lesson this started over a hundred years ago of let's do nation building. It doesn't work. 
We should have gone in and said, oh, oh, I'm sorry, Taliban. Uh, you want to play this game? OK, um, we're going to we're going to bomb the bat snot out of you. And we should have gone in and just bombed them, killed as many of them that were involved in 9-11 as possible, continued to go get Osama bin Laden. But when Osama bin Laden was was had, that should have been it. And it should have been it in Afghanistan long before that. We don't need to nation build. Would it this doesn't not, work. Do you, would this not have just happened in 2004 then? And then yeah. we would be. Probably no, 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 no. We wouldn't be back. No. Well, when when they America come over and blow up buildings again, then are we back? Or uh, we just we just keep going, popping back in whenever no. they blow up a few buildings? No, not when they blow up a few buildings. We haven't stopped them. Have you noticed what's happening all <laughs> around the world? We haven't. This doesn't work. Yeah. You have to. You have to do everything you can to be an unbelievable, breathtaking, uh, overwhelming force. Mm-hmm. On the people who per- perpetrated it and just make a statement that takes the breath out of the lungs of everyone around watching going, don't hit America again. D- whatever you do, don't hit America. Sort of a sh- shock and awe done better. Yeah, done right, right. Where it was actually shocking and awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> uh, it wasn't. So, Jason, you were there. You were 22 years old on September 11th. You were in Australia. You were one of the first into Afghanistan. Yeah. How do you feel? Uh, I guess kind of like how I remember before we actually went out on that deployment, we had a guy from Vietnam come in and talk to us. And I remember very clearly he was said, I hope, you know, they actually if you ever do get to fight, which during that time it was peacetime. So literally I was there to pay for my college. That was about it. Um, and so the majority of the people that joined the military way back then was there just to pretty much pay for college. But he said, uh, I hope they let you guys win if you ever do get to fight. I hope what happened to us doesn't happen to you. And it did. And it exactly happened to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was looking at a map last night and it was so surreal. I was looking at every single city that I was reading that had fallen to the Taliban. Were you in Kandahar? We were, in, we were just outside the uh, the suburbs of Kandahar. So we stopped. Wasn't, wasn't Kandahar, wasn't that one of the worst places for a while? Where was the one, where was the place that it was like oh, yeah. deadly for us to go in and we finally They're took like it? They're hanging people off of the bridge. And that, that, is yeah. that the one you're what talking was about? that? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, Kandahar was bad, but in the north, it was also bad. Majority of the Al-Qaeda fighters were up okay. north. Uh, we, when we went in, we, it was pretty much, it was lightning fast. We went into the south, my unit did. The Rangers and the Horse Soldiers, famous, they were up north. But we went into the south and Kandahar, uh, Lashkar Agar, these are b- a bunch of names that are starting Jill to flood back. Kandahar and Jalalabad, yes, I do remember those two. Um, the deadly Helmand province, which a lot of people have talked about. We'd, we went right in there and pretty much cleared the Taliban out. They ran to the hills. They ran to the border of Pakistan where they could hide. Um, it was very, very fast. Um, looking now at all those cities, I'm like, I can remember every single one of those little villages and capitals. I, I sat in those and we- so what is the average person in, um, the, the ones that, you know, were not for the Taliban. What are they feeling today? You mean Afghans? Yeah. Oh, they're scared. Crapless guaranteed. Uh, we went, when we went in, we were, we were, you know, greeted with open arms, pretty much. Kids would come out. They'd come up to the Humvees. We'd give them candy and food. People, women would actually step outside their houses, and they were riding riding around in cars, which I don't think was happening when the Taliban oh, was no, there. No. I mean, that right felt now, really today, great. Today, the Taliban is already um, rounding up 
girls as young as 12 yeah. for their sexual slaves. Right. Mm. Yeah, that, that's the see that that is one of the you, know, you said I hope that, you know, Biden owns a lot of this. These are the consequences that he's going to have to live with. I also agree that we should have left. We should have left a long time ago. Um, the way they did this is complete. And I'm talking about the Biden administration is completely political, completely. And this is an example. There is no military reason to leave Afghanistan right now. In the summer. Now think about that. That is when the Taliban's fighting season is. Yeah. That's when they're that's the prime winter, time they winter. Winter is when they stop. So if this was not political at all, they would have uh, scheduled the pullout to begin in January or February. That's when they would have done it. That would have given months of no fighting for the Afghan army to solidify for them to move out to some areas and say, okay, now we can establish control. If they plan this out, that's what they have done. I guarantee you the general said this, but Biden didn't do that. He wanted a political statement. Well, they're going to get a political statement. I guarantee you. I was on with uh, Stu and I predicted six to 12 months before full Taliban takeover. Now it's closer to 30 days. I think they're going to go all the way up to Kabul on September 10th, camp out. On September 11th, they're going to walk in. Mm. Guaranteed. That's the political statement they're going to get. God. Now, let me let me say this to you, you. Uh, Stu, you remember we were together, I think, on the air when they were blowing up the statues of Buddha. Mm. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. And we were saying, where is the beloved U.N.? Where is the the community of nations that say, oh, this is a world heritage site? Nobody said anything. And what did the Taliban do? Now, just follow me here for a second. What did the Taliban do? They wanted to erase the history of the area. And so they took down and blew up statues. Can you give me the story, Stu, yesterday you gave to me about what's happening in the schools of Oregon, a law that they just passed. Uh, if you are a minority, you don't you don't have to uh, actually be to know how to read or to write. Correct? And you can pass. Wasn't I, that you? I've heard a little about this story, but I was not the one that, okay, that talked about Pat. it. Yeah. So in Oregon, they just passed a law that minorities don't have to pass to graduate. They don't have to know how to read or write. Okay? Um, let, Jason, maybe you can uh, help refresh my memory of the Taliban they're rounding up the children, and you just said that women wouldn't even be able allowed to be driving in a car or leave their house. What else was something else that they did uh, to the women there to keep them oppressed? Didn't let them get an, edu an education. Ah, they couldn't read or write. Isn't that interesting? We've become more like the Taliban than I care to to uh, I go for, believe I, i'd like zero percent on that one yeah, zero percent like, Taliban. let's not let's not try to erase history and blow up statues or remove mm -hmm. statues uh let's not try to rewrite everything and let's make sure everybody gets an education where they can read and write so they're not a slave what do you say Sounds good to me. It sounds good for, uh, you know, our foreign policy people to also uh, get an education, learn history, because it seems like they've uh, completely lost that ability. If they would have, we wouldn't be doing these mistakes year after year after year. Um, we were talking uh, earlier about if they would have even looked at the history, they would have known the history of Woodrow Wilson. Now, he started a lot of this crap. 1915, look at Haiti. So in Haiti in 1915, they, uh, they, they assassinated their own president, bloodbath ensued. Um, so Woodrow Wilson sends in the Marines. 
But what's he do? They, they do what what they should have done. They they did their mission. They got they they uh, they got, got the rid guys. of the people and got the bad guys. But then they stayed for twenty years. Hmm. They stayed for twenty years. Now flash forward a hundred years plus. We go over there, do our mission. What do we do? We stay for over twenty years. We do the same thing, trying to build them into an Americanized democracy, which is ludicrous. Um, Haiti in the news about a month ago, they did the same exact thing, repeated history, assassinated the president. It's a corrupt government, and so is Afghanistan. It's and a corrupt so is government. America. So is America. At this point, so is American government. It is it is it is imperative that we learn the lessons from the progressive left and the bloodshed and the treasure and all of the nation building that we have done. It has got to stop more in just a second. Let me tell you about legacy box. You ever open up an old photo album and get immediately transported back to that moment in time. You know, the thing that I really don't like about today's digital media is that we erase the ones where somebody's eyes are crossed. You know, we used to have to take pictures and then we'd send it out for Kodak to develop it. And then it would come back and you'd be like, ah, your eyes were crossed. But those were the ones that everybody always loves you know, 20 years down the road when your sister looks like a total goofball. We don't have that anymore. Preserve the memories that you do have. We went up to Tanya's house as her brother passed away here uh, in the last few months. And we were going through the photos because we wanted to make a, you know, a slideshow of stuff. And mom had them all in the big photo album. And they were so washed out. They, uh, these... The Kodak development was not made to preserve those. And so everything is slowly fading away. Please get a legacy box. The memories fade. And so do the photos and the films and everything else. The videos, I don't even have a way to play any of the videos that I have of the kids. I get some of the formats and I don't even know what that is. I'm like, what machine did that even fit? Legacy box knows. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Go there now. Take advantage of a limited time offer for 50% off. Now, that doesn't mean you have to send it in right away. Just get the box 50% off. Then when you're ready, you just put everything in and you send it up to them. They return the originals and they'll put it on any digital format that you want. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. Save up to 50% now. LegacyBox.com slash Beck. 10 seconds station ID. So here's some good news. Uh, China is now seeking a bigger role in Afghanistan uh, to support the Taliban. Now, Jason, why would they do that? Belt and road. That's mm. their entire goal over there. And their, you know, plan for what is it by 20? What is it? Probably 2030. That's the year yeah, of everything's happening. I think it's 2030. Uh, but yeah, by then, that's the time that they're expected to take over everything. Trade, commerce. Yeah. Pretty much everything, but Afghanistan is very key for them to go through as a trade route. Maybe twenty five, isn't it? Is it China twenty twenty five? I think it yeah. was. Um, and they're they're moving forward on that, and they don't care who they work with. No, there's already there's already rumors that they're working outside channels, going through Pakistan to work directly with the Taliban. They know exactly who's about to be in control. Yeah, they don't care. They just don't care. Anybody who says the United States of America is just such a bad place and, you know, you just don't know the oppression. You have no idea what kind of whoop ass is coming your way. 
you have no idea because China and Russia, they don't care who dies, who they have to kill, how they have to kill them, how many they have to kill. It's all about international order and domination for them. It is uh, it's um, it's fascinating. If you could go back in time and you could change you're at September 11th and you're in charge and you know then what you know now. What should the mission have been and uh, what would you have said we should do? Well, for one, I wouldn't have established a war on just a, a concept. War on terror? Uh, war on terror. Huh. I mean, that is setting you up to do whatever you want to do indefinitely. Um, kind of like uh, January 6th now. <laughs> right. Um, as soldiers, we knew exactly what we were doing. We were there to look for Osama bin Laden, kill him, uh, kill Omar, the head of the Taliban, and depose the government. And then the soldiers on the ground knew what, pretty much what the goal was at that time. That wasn't what was being talked about, I don't think, over here in the United States or to the world. Mm -hmm. it, it was a lot more general. But um, over there, it was like we pretty much did all the fighting, and then we handed over the keys to the houses to the Northern Alliance and the actual fighters yeah, that we selected. That. So it, and it was actually kind of depressing, because I remember fighting up towards Kandahar, and then that should have been the victory dances walking into Kandahar. Mm -hmm. Well, instead, we stopped looked over at the Afghan soldiers and then they walked in and of course all the CNN cameras came up and they snapped those photos, whatever. I mean, we didn't want to get glory anyway, but I mean, it was, it was just kind of odd. So that. should the fighting have stopped, not the hunt for um, Osama bin Laden, but should the fighting have stopped at Kandahar? <clears throat> um, not ca well, so Kandahar then Kabul. Fighting okay. should have stopped uh, not too far <clears throat> after they, they walked into Kabul. That's and when it should have stopped. What year was that? 2000. That was four. No, that was 2002. Was it, it really? It took a matter of months for everything to be over with and done. It, it, it was very, Think very rapid. Think of that. How different the world would be today if we would have kept on looking for Osama bin Laden and taking out people uh, that were aiding him and in, you know, Al Qaeda. But we just would have stopped the war and come home in 2002 it's fascinating because honestly yes de definitely different but i don't know i don't know what it would look like if we would have done that they may have rebuilt and attacked us three more times since then yeah they might have um you know Who thomas knows? jefferson went through this yeah you know he yeah. fought the war on the on the shores of uh, tripoli and then he went home yeah and said they're coming back <laughs> we have to stay vigilant but it took him a while mm -hmm. yeah. I, I feel bad for the for the still this is the Glenn Beck Program. So, we wish to have a little family time, yeah? You enjoy the home cinema with your wife and your children, yeah, yeah? This is good, yeah? Because now you become part of a little experiment. Your ears will be treated to all the words, yes, especially the F-bomb, huh? And the violence, you betcha! Uh, what about the little steamy stuff, huh? Oh, you don't like that, do you? We have ways of making you squirm. That kind of sounds a little like Hollywood right now, doesn't it? Let me tell you a little bit about the service called VidAngel. 
VidAngel gives you control. You think you're in control of the content in your own home. You set the filters on exactly what you want to see or don't want to see in your home. They work with most movies and TV and Amazon Prime and Netflix. They have 11,000 TV episodes, new ones added every single week. Try it just for a buck. Go to vidangelbeck.com. Vidangelbeck.com. Use promo code BECK1 and get it for only a dollar for first month, yeah? vidangelbeck.com and head over to blazetv.com slash glenn promo code is glenn savings you'll save 10 bucks savings off your subscription to blaze tv this is the glenn beck program bill o'reilly's coming up uh we're just spending some time about uh, afghanistan because we have to learn a lesson we have to learn a lesson and uh, the lesson that I learn, uh, for those of you who have been with me for a, for a long time, since the beginning, really, of the war, you'll remember that in 2004, I was four going in and popping the head of the snake. I was, I, I said, go after Afghanistan and Iraq and squeeze Iran until it pops and overthrow Iran. Let the, pe- the people in Iran are the only people in the area that understand democracy and freedom and want it in a way that we all understand. They will be a stabilizing force. But the administration said that's they hinted at that's what they were going to do. But it wasn't until Donald Trump came in that Iran was even scared and they were on the verge of collapse. Now you have the collapse of the peace in in Afghanistan because Joe Biden just pulled everybody out um, and not even thinking strategy at all. Um, he pulls everybody out. Now, the women are crossing the border from Afghanistan into Iran because Iran will be better than the Taliban. That's how bad it is for people. But we should have known this. We should have known this. Oh, well, they did know this. The military... Uh, has known this forever. They before we went in. <clears throat> before we went in, if you if you want to keep the Taliban out of governance in Afghanistan, we'd have to keep a, a force there forever. We just have to keep, leave a security force. There. So this it is where there. this is where, and we're inviting Jason to stay with us on this conversation. We're welcoming Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed, uh, the podcast you can get anywhere. Um, the uh, hardware stores. I'm going to hit it. Can you get it at hardware I'm gonna, stores? I'm going to. You said it anywhere. It's select true yeah. values. Okay. Yeah. Your local true value. <laughs> right. Not Home Depot. Right. Not the not National Home Depot. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Your local true value. <laughs> um, uh, now I don't even remember what I was going to say. You're talking about Jason. Yeah. Jason's here. And he's... Jason, is, uh, Jason is with us. He actually fought mm. in the war. He was one of the first to go in to Afghanistan. What this brings us to, Jason, is the, the argument that everybody has. For instance, uh, we know what they're doing in China. They have 310, no, 180,000 camps, concentration camps now. That, that's a lot of concentration camps. And we know where they are and we know what they're doing. But what are you going to do about it? Are we going to go in and bomb China? I don't think so. No. What do you, we know what they're doing to women and children now with the Taliban. Were, were we going to stay there forever? Is that the role of America? And that's the rub. 
Mm-hmm. That's the rub. So what do we do? It's interesting the, the the position we've put ourselves in over the past hundred years of being the world's policeman. So you, you mentioned all mm-hmm. these things, and naturally we say, yeah, if we can do something, we should do something. Um, look look at places like Japan, which people like John Bolton would say, well, that's the perfect uh, you know um, you know example of our intervention. And I, I would say, really, because you talk about China. Um, well, yeah, someone should do something about China. There are people that can't counter uh, China. People, you know, countries like Japan. Japan is the perfect counter to someone like uh, China, but we've kept them under our boot for the past, what, 50 plus years. Mm -hmm. We haven't unleashed them to let them do their own. It's because of our interventions all over the world that that's now our mentality. So let me go back in time. It's the end of World War II. You know that Nazis still exist in Germany. I mean, they're fighting after the end of the war. We were still in there fighting what were called the werewolves. Uh, And... You know, today, there's a lot of Nazis that went free. You know, not the worst of the worst, but there are lots of Nazis there. Should we have just pulled out and not protected the Germans from the other Germans and eventually from the Soviet Union? Well, I see. I I mean, if we are our goal there and our mission was to still eradicate the enemy and destroy the enemy that was the mission everyone knew the mission i can see that being justified something in like afghanistan like our goal was to kick the taliban out to you know look for osama bin laden to kill omar um that was the actual mission now the people that stayed back in afghanistan after you know we the main part of the fighting was done what was their mission Ask any of them. They can't tell you. I guarantee you they can't tell you. They were sitting there building infrastructure projects, trying to tell the Afghans what to do in their government, but they couldn't tell you why. Like, nobody knew. I feel so sorry for the guys, the troops, and the diplomats that stayed there because they were like, what are we doing here? We have no clue. There's no mission. How is it possible, Jason, that the Afghan army is so inept still oh, yeah. at this point? 20 years later, with yeah. all the training they've received yeah. from, from us. How, weapons. How, uh, weapons. Weapons. How are they still so pathetic? They don't want to be there. They do not want to be there. It's unbelievable. I've got stories of some of the Afghan National Army who Biden said were great guys and they knew they were well trained and knew exactly what to do. Oof, you no. would catch them with needles of, you know, shooting up opium while on That's post. what I've heard. I've heard they're, they're whacked out yeah. on drugs. Most yes. Wow. They so, don't want to be there. I, I, also know seen, that, I know that I, I've read many stories about how when the Afghan army sees, you know, somebody coming in like the Taliban, they just drop their gun and go yeah they don't want to be they don't want to be in the army is it jason a a, a, is it because they're inept and because you know the taliban is just so good or whatever it is or is it just that they just are fine with this how many like what percentage of the afghan army that we've been training it has been sitting around waiting and and is once this transition back happens back to the taliban they might think yeah this might be better I mean, I feel like there's got to be you. You, we have the too many weapons, too too many uh, supplies, uh, training. All the stuff should be able to at least have this army push back more than thirty days. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's insanity. Yeah. There has to be some like allegiance or kind some, of. I mean, it's it's a different culture. So you're asking people to fight for a unified Afghanistan, and they don't want that. And, and they don't want that. It's they, tribes. It's very tribal. Exactly right. They want to go back and protect their village, their tribe. They don't want to protect Kabul if they live, let's say, in a village outside Kandahar. They don't want to do that. So weird mm. because they seem to fight against the Soviets in a united way. 
Yeah. Right? Didn't they? They. I mean, yeah, the Mujahideen, which was which was Bin Laden's group, but they were kind of united against the Soviets, and everybody fought them, and they fought them pretty hard, and they used our equipment that we provided them with uh, to push them back pretty well at that time. What happened? Where are those people now? Yeah, and are f- they the Taliban now? <laughs> uh, many of them probably yes mm. or no absolutely yes many of them are but th- they've been doing this that's a good example and they've been doing this ever since the early 1800s when it was the british and they were fighting against yeah, the british it's right. just been year after year after they year. used to be a formidable force and now yeah we're the only empire nothing. that has gone in there and didn't lose our shirt over there right because they didn't yeah. they didn't coalesce against us is that right, Jason? Yeah, uh, there, there, there was no outside. No, and even the Taliban. I mean, the Taliban knew that there was nothing they could do. They couldn't. There, there was. They were not going to be able to rise up in mass against us and defeat the United States. It was always a war of attrition. They were just going to run off to the hills and take wait. A little, yeah, wait and till wait. we leave. Exactly. Yeah, and, and to be fair, like I, because it's obviously the way this is shaking out is so bad and feels so terrible for the United States. But I mean, basically, oh, what it happened? Feels bad to me. I don't even think about it. I, we knew we all knew this was going to happen. We all knew this was going to mm-hmm. happen. Um, I feel bad for the women and the girls. Well, yeah, that's what I, I mean, mean. That's just it's heavens. considering all the work that the Nazarene Fund has done in yeah. this region, protecting women. All of this is about to happen again in another area, which is horrifying to me. But basically what the Taliban did is they waited us out because we don't have all that much interest in them. The only thing that we have right as far as interest in Afghanistan is stop our buildings from exploding right so we we sat here for 20 years i mean a win it's like basically saying i beat the chicago bulls with michael jordan as soon as they left the court i mean it's not exactly like we're right. not even no, they, see, they no, couldn't do this I when we were there americans right. have to understand mm-hmm. that it is not you know we did that oh we beat the soviet union we beat communism remember when the wall fell everybody thought mm. that era was over yeah uh look what's happening look what's happening we have to stop thinking that you can defeat an ideology what there are neo-nazis in america yeah okay they're not a huge force but mainly because we are vigilant on nazis i don't know why we're not on everything else but on nazis they somehow or another have fascinated people in a dark sort of way we know who they are we know what they've done and they're not convincing anybody that they're the good guys but on communists we haven't done that on on the taliban we started saying that this is just a different culture and you don't understand it we started normalizing all of these things that were bad you know that the the thing that we have to come to is Bad things are going to happen. They're going to happen. And so you punish those people that are involved as strongly and swiftly as you can, then go back to who you were. And it happens again. Okay, we're going to do it. But you can't wipe these things out and then just leave and forget about it. Can't. But, but isn't what, what you advocated at the beginning of this is to go in and try to wipe this stuff out and leave? Yes. And then stay vigilant. Hmm. Then stay vigilant. Know that it's going to happen again. It's going to happen again. You know, we, we, we all would like to believe that we go over there and we show them that women shouldn't be treated this way and 12-year-old girls shouldn't be slaves. Well, we can show them that. 
But if that's part of their culture, if that if they're not willing to stand up themselves and fight for their women and children, yeah, we, we will can do. always be policemen. There was a reason that Obama said he was going to pull out of Afghanistan and didn't do it. There was a reason Trump said he was going to pull out of Afghanistan and didn't do it because they both knew this is what the result will be. Biden just did it anyway. Because he Biden just did I don't it anyway because he doesn't care. I, I don't think he just doesn't care. He doesn't. <clears throat> I don't think he's there. Well, he's not. Yeah, I that's don't right. think he's fully there. He doesn't he's, care because he, he's gone. He was. Uh, he's been apparently for this from from inside the Obama administration was pushing for this exact thing to happen, uh, and he's now getting his wish. And, and think wait, about wait, what wait, his wait, wish wait, is, wait. real quick. Which is, it's so bad. We have to send thousands of troops back in just to get everyone out we are sending thousands of troops back into afghanistan to evacuate people because they're so worried the taliban's just gonna which is what he said would never happen yeah and he said that would not you would not see that so that's Mm -hmm. that's helicopters evacuating our people that's the problem our president is so inept and so out of touch it's not like he knew this was going to happen. Maybe no. he did. Maybe he didn't. But what he sold America was, we have trained. We are set. We are going to get out of there, and they're going to be able to hold it. He should have said, if he actually was with it, if he, if he knew what Obama knew, he knew what George Bush knew, he knew what Donald Trump knew, the minute I pull out, it's going to be a bloodbath. It's going to be a bloodbath. Well, if you want to pull out, tell Americans that's what it's going to be and leave enough troops down on the ground so we all get out of there along with the people who helped us. Mm-hmm. But he did none of that. He did none of that. Terrible. This is this is a massive, massive. This is in. Think of this in less than a year. This president has already brought us an oil crisis, inflation about right. to be stagnation, My an embarrassment the size of the helicopters burning in Iran yep. in less than a year. It's Jimmy Carter, too. Uh, it's in, in less than a year. In less than a year. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I don't care to do business with companies that feel the need to support the values that directly contradict my own. Uh, you know, you've heard me talking about Coca-Cola and Ben and Jerry's and Disney. <laughs> what happened to Disney? I love doing business with companies that do support the values that I agree with. I love telling you about those businesses, which is why I've been telling you about Patriot Mobile for a while. And I've encouraged you to switch to them. Unlike a lot of the big mobile companies, I'm looking at you, Verizon, who donate a portion of your bill to leftist causes like Planned Parenthood. Patriot Mobile does the exact opposite. They donate to good causes. More importantly, I guess, for your everyday life, you're going to get free activation with the offer code back. They have uh, the same exact service, same coverage because they're on the same towers. They have better customer service. You're going to save money. So for all of those reasons, why have you not switched to Patriot Mobile yet? PatriotMobile.com slash back. Do it now. PatriotMobile.com slash back or call 972-PATRIOT. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, this is the uh, Glenn Beck Program. Uh, this weekend, uh, I've been asked to speak 
uh, to the Republican a- AGs, 21 or 22 of our attorney generals. Mm. And uh, I'm not sure of the message yet. They're, uh, they're letting me decide on what the message is. And I'm not sure what the message is other than strength and courage and who we really are and what we're about. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm interested to uh, spend the weekend listening to them. They're, they're going into their conference this week, um, starting this weekend. And I can be there on, uh, on Saturday and Sunday. And I, I just want to listen to them for the most part to hear what they are feeling in their own states. These are the guys that are going to make all the difference in the world. These are the guys that will actually hold the line on the craziness in each of these states. And we need to make sure that our attorney generals are, are on the same page with the Constitution uh, and will defend it to their last breath. Yeah, we see how powerful attorney generals can be, uh, as in New York this week. <laughs> we saw a little bit of how powerful that can be. And remember, Andrew Cuomo was attorney general before he was governor. And he helped oust the last guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this it is incredibly important for so many reasons that, that these guys are. The, this is the, one of the most important roles in, in today's government. world. Yeah, in today's world. So pray for me that I have the right re- message and pray for them that uh, they work together and find the right path to protect the American Republic. Back with Bill O'Reilly next. This is the Glenn Beck Program.